Seven Highlands Light FM. Good morning, hello, and I'm glad you're here today. We're at 841. I'm checking on money and find out what's going on on Wall Street. We uh, had some news that really did not impress investors. Let's uh, find out how unimpressed they all are. Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services is with us, as almost always, on the phone. Philip, good morning. How's life this morning? Hey, good morning, Dave. It's uh, good to be here this morning. Last week was, uh, you know, I, I battled through to talk to you last week, but was uh, not feeling the best. So Glad right. to be back in the office uh, feeling, I'm not going to say 100%, but almost 100%. You do sound perkier than you did last week, and I'm really glad to hear it because there's a couple of bugs that are floating around that are kind of knocking all of us for a loop. Uh, setting the table before we get to the bad news this morning, yesterday was another on-balance up day. The Dow was up by 126 points. Standard & Poor's off by 4.5, which is basically a whole steady day about what it looked like when I started the day out. NASDAQ dropped about 48 points yesterday, so it was, okay, give the Dow a pretty good up, and we'll call it an on-balance decent day. But then we bring it up to this morning, and we get the uh, monthly consumer price index uh, report. And, well, this was not what was expected. I was expecting 2.9% increase annualized on the overall consumer price index. We get 3.4% in January, up a full three-tenths of a percent. And the core... And uh, but just to define for everybody, the core tends toward being those products when they inch up in price, they ratchet and they don't tend to go back down, up four tenths of a percent. One of my sources said they expected three point nine percent. Your sources said considerably less than that and a big miss. But three point nine percent, Philip, we're nowhere near two percent inflation yet, are we? No, we're not on either front, right? Whether it's the core or or just the the, the gross number. Neither yeah. one of the numbers are we even close to right now, Dave. And they're going the wrong direction, which gives a whole pile of jitters to the day traders, especially uh, looking at OMG. March has a Federal Reserve meeting that pretty much everybody has said, no way we're going to do anything. Paulson and a couple of the Fed governors on the rubber chicken circuit for the last week or so have been saying, yeah, we're thinking about cutting rates a little later on. All of a sudden, I'm detecting a note of cynicism out there. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm telling you, as soon as those numbers hit, Dave, man, the indexes drop like a hot rock. I mean, um, I, I think the Dow, when I first looked at it, was down like 50, 60 points, and mm -hmm. now we're over 300. So it, it's, a, it's a, a big drop. That's more than a hot rock. That's like the yeah. Chicks Lube Crater. <laughs> yeah, we, we are jittery, which kind of gives you an indication of just how jittery and how tentative the markets are right now. We've had like six straight weeks of increases on the index. Everybody was starting to think happy days are here again. But the underpinnings of that optimism are pretty flimsy legs, it looks like. Don't you agree? I think so. I think you got a lot riding on interest rates and the expectations of what interest rates are going to do. And so I think that is definitely having some impact because if these numbers continue to do what they're doing and go in the wrong direction, then that means there's less likelihood that we'll see that first interest rate cut before um, early fall, maybe even late fall at the rate we're going right now. Yeah, and reading Paulson as conservative as he was in that 60 Minutes interview a couple, three weeks ago, uh, 
I kind of took that as an implication, but uh, you, you're saying that a lot of investors are thinking there was a chance we could actually see a cut in interest rates on May, and I think the odds of that just went uh, somewhere down between slim and none. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, I mean, I'm thinking based on these numbers, I, I would agree with you there. It's just, yeah, I mean, hey, it's it, if anything, if I were an interest hawk on the federal on the Federal Reserve Board right now. I would start thinking, well, we don't have the job done yet. Maybe more tightening is in order, which perish the thought we don't necessarily want to see. Well, that's right. We definitely don't want to see a reversal and, and go from from thinking that we might get a rate cut to, oops, all of a sudden we get a rate increase. That would be devastating. Yeah, flatulence in church might be a good analogy to that reaction. of. <laughs> Uh, small business sentiment coming out a little bit later on today. They expect it to continue uh, oh, flat to a little increase in, in this month. That might help a little bit, but uh, you know, the, the expectations of interest rate increases are probably going to drive the market today. Uh, maybe they're going into Bitcoin. One of the headlines I got was Bitcoin broke past $50,000 yesterday for the first time since 2021. Nothing like making it uh, a tradable commodity on the markets, is it? That, that's right. You know, it is. It's moving back up close to that. I think 62 or 68,000 that it did get to back then. Um, but it's still got a ways to go. And, and you know, the question is, can it make it? Will it make it? Uh, I was reading another article that I found interesting. Um, here's a statistic that is uh, interesting. So, you know, all these companies come out after they give their earnings and they give their forecast right here's what we think is going to happen in the in the next quarter the next year um and one of the words that's getting thrown around out there more than ever before in transcript history is this word called operational efficiency the they, new buzzword huh that's a code word for layoffs yeah um it is right now out of all the reports, it's not quite 100%, but it's almost up to 100% of every earnings call is mentioning operational efficiencies. And you got to assume at the absolute minimum, it's a code word for we ain't hiring nobody new anytime soon. Yeah, and this article points that it, it's, it's really layoffs are coming because they're going to keep their bottom line as close as they can. And artificial intelligence is helping them to be able to replace employees with with software. <laughs> Which is the nightmare everybody talks about as far as the employment front is concerned. Every time somebody says artificial intelligence, it kind of means, ooh, substitute a machine for an employee somewhere, right? Yeah, and the other thing that we need to remember is that, and, and you know, we talked about this, I think, a week or so ago, is how the charts – right now look a lot like 1999 heading into 2000. Um, and remember, 2000, that was the dot-com bubble. And they're really starting to talk like that AI may, may or may not be, but they're, they're resembling that to that, that AI could ultimately be some kind of bubble as well. And, you know, I've, I've been poking fun at this for a long time, that when a company has a mediocre quarterly report, all they need to do is figure out how to work in the word artificial intelligence somewhere on their guidance or on their report, and it kind of cures about 50% of the ills, doesn't it? It definitely seems to. And at some point, though, uh, people are going to wake up and, and realize what AI can and can't do, and it won't work anymore. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a buzzword might be the proper term for it. That said, a little bit of uh, a little bit of merry sunshine to be had off of the reports that we've had so far. We're now past seventy five percent of the Standard and Poor's five hundred of reporting, and we're up to the point right now where uh, the breadth of earnings beats in the United States. Uh, we hit the highest level in two years. Eighty three percent of the companies that have reported so far on the Standard and Poor's five hundred have beat their earnings expectations. And the chart that I had yesterday when I was soloing was that now they're ex- now corporate profits are starting to actually see some growth as well. So while they're watching their P's and Q's, they're looking at automating and not hiring a lot more employees. At the very least, it looks like finally publicly traded companies are starting to see a little bit of growth anyway. Well, and they, it's about time, right? They they need uh, it. Yeah. You know, they need to support that PE ratio for sure. And so, uh, so that's good. Hey, I'm gonna. I just got my tip sheet. Actually, came in kind of late this morning, but I do have two that I've got some details on. Um, yeah. Coca Cola being the first one. Coca Cola. You know, we had PepsiCo last week, and so uh, they did okay. Um, Coca Cola. They basically earnings came in as expected at 49 cents a share. Uh, they did beat slightly on revenue um, this this morning, so that was that was some good news for them. But they are basically um, well. They they are trading up. They weren't trading up earlier. They're they're trading up now one and a quarter percent, um, going against the grain of what the market's doing right now. So, you know, good for them. They are heading in the right direction. The other company that I got some details on is Restaurant Brands International. You know, that's the the company that has the the Canadian restaurant Tim Hortons. We don't see those much down here. Um, and some that's some Burger other King brands. Then too, isn't it? Yep, yep. Burger King, then yep. Burger King. Um, and they had a good quarter. They actually saw net sales rise 8% this quarter to uh, $1.8 billion, which was better than expected. And then they beat on earnings as well by about two cents a share at 75 cents. And so we look at them and they are, uh, they're basically flat right now, but uh, they're, they're at least not going down this morning. So, <laughs> well, based yeah. upon what you were saying, flat would be good news. Resetting the table, the blue chips were up. Everything else is flat to a little off yesterday. Now my delayed quote chart just updated, and I'm not sure I like what I'm seeing. 45 minutes before we start trading, what do the futures look like this morning? Oh, they're pretty dismal this morning, Dave. We've got the Dow Jones Industrial 30 down over eight-tenths of a percent. That's $316. S&P 500 is down one point, almost 1.2%, and the NASDAQ 100 down 1.68% right now to dash down almost 300 points. And let's throw the Russell 2000 because it's even worse. Down 2.66%, $54 on the Russell 2000. So Whoa. not a pretty open this morning, Dave. <laughs> and then we got silver. Yeah, silver down three quarters of a percent, gold down a half. Um, crude oil. It is trying, Dave, to get up to 78. It's at 77.23 right now, up four-tenths of a percent. Well, we just don't have a whole lot of good news here. Look across the pond, the uh, the uh, Asian rim market mostly up at the close at 6 a.m. this morning. Keep in mind, they close before we get our bad news for the morning at 8.30 over in Europe. They're looking at us and going, uh-oh. 
I've got some of the indexes down by a percent and a half, most of them down close to a percent. The overall European index is down by just about a full percent halfway through their trading day. These are those ups and downs, Philip, that make a, a person who's trying to uh, plan their retirement based upon risk probably saying, oh, my gosh, how do I get a hold of you to get the unnecessary risk out of my retirement portfolio? Absolutely, Dave. And that's why I created the Core Retirement Design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 or go to our website at statlerfinancial.com and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. Hey, and you and me back together again tomorrow morning to find out just what kind of a bloodbath we got going today. Philip, thank you. We'll see you then, all right? All right, have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. It's not. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great day. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Take care. Bye now.